an anchor of hope. Hebrews 6, 17-20 Wherein God, willing more abundantly to show to the heirs of promise the immutability of His counsel, confirmed it by an oath, that by two immutable things, in which it was impossible for God to lie, we might have a strong consolation who have fled for refuge to lay hold upon the hope set before us, which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil, whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. In the ancient world, an anchor was a symbol of hope. It was also popular among Christians of the early church. In the catacombs of Rome, where early Christians buried their dead, at least 66 representations of anchors have been found. Here, the author takes up the illustration of an anchor to encourage and strengthen the hearts of the readers. Of course, you all know what an anchor is. An anchor is a strong, heavy-weighted hook that is lowered by a chain or rope into the depths of the sea. The anchor reaches down through the dark, murky waters of the ocean, down into the unseen, and there secures and grounds the ship from being tossed by the raging waves of the sea. Our steadfast anchor, the anchor not of our ship, but of our souls, doesn't reach down, but up, up into the unseen realms of glory. Notice the language of our text in Hebrews 16, 19. Which hope we have as an anchor of the soul, both sure and steadfast, and which entereth into that within the veil. This is an allusion to the Old Testament tabernacle. The tabernacle had two compartments. One was the holy place, and the other was the most holy place. These two rooms were separated by a thick veil, Behind the veil, in the most holy place, dwelt the manifest presence of God. Here, our anchor of the soul, the Lord Jesus Christ, has not only died on the cross and been risen alive from the grave, but some 40 days after, a handful of ragtag disciples with their own eyes saw one of the most spectacular events in history. Jesus was bodily, physically lifted off planet Earth, and raised to the right hand of God in heaven, a place where he resides to this day. Our Lord Jesus now ever lives in that most holy place in the presence of God. And we are anchored to Christ, a sure and steadfast hold. It is a connection that cannot be broken or severed. You and I that have been saved by God's grace are anchored to our Savior insomuch that it is though we are already there. That's why the Apostle Paul could write in Ephesians 2, 5, and 6, Even when we were dead in our sins, hath quickened us together with Christ, by grace are you saved, and hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. We are seated with Him. That's present tense. The Lord Jesus is our steadfast anchor. Notice verse 20. Whither the forerunner is for us entered, even Jesus, 
made an high priest forever after the order of Melchizedek. The picture given for us here is of an ancient sailing vessel finding its way through the narrow entrance of a harbor. Now, this is one of the trickiest maneuvers the captain of an ancient sailing vessel had to make. He had to be on the lookout for reefs, rocks, and sandbars, lest the ship run aground or, worse yet, be broken up and sunken. He had to be ready to compensate the ship's rudder for sudden gusts of wind and unpredictable changes in the wind's direction. In order to mitigate these dangers, the captain would lower the ship's anchor into a smaller boat called a forerunner. With the anchor on board, the forerunner would then be rowed through the narrow entrance of the harbor, where it would be dropped and secured. Then, the ship with its sails down would be pulled safely past the dangers and the perils through the narrow opening and into the safety of the harbor. The writer of Hebrews is telling us that Jesus is both our anchor and our forerunner. He is the anchor that will never be moved, an anchor that is sure and steadfast. But Jesus is also our forerunner. He's already entered the harbor, quote, which entereth into that within the veil, end quote, into that very presence of God. He has a hold of us and is pulling us safely into the harbor of God's presence. The realization that He is already there is our guarantee of a safe arrival. That, my friend, is a great hope. There is hope in Jesus. I'm reminded of the words of Annie Johnson Flynn, which spent most of her adult life as an invalid, who wrote, When you pass through the waters, deep the waves may be and cold, but Jehovah is our refuge, and His promise is our hold. For the Lord Himself has said it, He the faithful God and true. When you come to the waters, you will not go down, but through. Threatening breakers of destruction, doubts insidious undertow, will not sink us, will not drag us out to ocean depths of woe. For His promise will sustain us. Praise the Lord whose word is true. We will not go down or under, for He says, You will pass through.